Oh, yes. Privacy, privacy, privacy. So, in my most recent episode, I talked about Apple versus the Department of Justice. And I noted that I was going to start beginning to work on a series about taking control of your data. Well, (laughs) welcome to that series. So, this is taking control of your data in the cloud. When it comes to cloud storage. Now, what is cloud storage? What is the cloud? What kind of options do I have? Do I have to go all out? I'm about to answer every single one of those questions. Let's do it. What's going on, guys? This is Dexter Johnson, and you're listening to yet another episode of In The Weeds, the podcast meant to educate and empower you, the listener, in this vast world of technology. Let's get into it. So, Dexter, why on earth are we even having this discussion? Nobody wants my data. (sighs) Well, you must be under a freaking rock because companies want your data. Facebook. Let's no, I'm not I'm not going to talk about Facebook today. The government, these greedy little people that don't even understand anything about technology feel like they should police it. Privacy is a right. It's not a luxury. It is a right. So let's talk about the cloud. There are lots of cloud storage options out there. Google Drive. Dropbox was the one that got me started years and years ago. I was like, wow, this is pretty freaking cool. I just upload this thing. There's an app. I can share things with it. There are integrations. What? Wow. (laughs) I mean, it was it was really cool. But let's let's break down what the cloud is. Right. And this is a definition from Microsoft. The definition for the cloud can seem murky, but essentially it's a term used to describe a global network of servers, each with a unique function. So today we're talking about primarily cloud storage, but there are so many things that run quote unquote in the cloud, such as platform as a service option. So for example, I'm a database guy. I'm used to installing my database platform of choice own a virtual machine, namely SQL Server, and configuring it, setting all of the IP rules, making sure that I can access it outside of that server, setting the permissions, things like that. It's a really fun time. But then comes AWS, and then comes Microsoft Azure, and they're like, oh, well, hey, you don't have to do this whole dance with the virtual machine and we'll just we'll do it all for you and make it just so much easier. Everything is better in the cloud, right? Wrong. The thing is, when you're utilizing a cloud option, whether that's for storage or a service like database or heck, one of these photo editors in the cloud, you have to play by their rules because they're running this. It's not your piece of hardware. It's not 
bound by anything that you want it to be bound by. Clearly, you're going to make the choice to use it or not. But at the end of the day, if Microsoft said, you know what? I'm tired of Azure SQL database. I want to rename this to something else. Or let's just say Google. They think to themselves, you know what? Google Drive is a great product, but we're going to sell it to a Chinese company. What are you going to do? The thing is, is that we get married to so many systems and our data is there. And then when it gets deleted, you question, is it really deleted? Is anyone going in and looking at my data? Thankfully, these things are secure, at least by all of the documentation and everything that is put out there now. These things are secure, and that's really, really, really good. So can the cloud be avoided? Unfortunately, I'm going to say no, at least not in all capacities, at least not unless you just travel back in time. So what is it that we as humans, as technologists, what do we feel like makes the cloud quote unquote scary? Number one, I have to go with control because you don't have any. Number two, I'm going to say updates because updates can change your workflow. Once again, you're out of control of the system. If there is a security change, if there's a privacy policy change, then that is going to affect you. And then lastly, government snooping, company snooping, ISP snooping. Let's just say your ISP had a cloud. Would you use it? They're already monitoring all of your internet traffic anyway, so they can sell it. You know, why not? Would you use it? These are a few of the things that make the cloud scary, but... Let's talk about what you can do about it. All right, all right. I am sick of it, Dexter. I'm sick of the doom and gloom. What options do we have? Well, you've come to the right place. First and foremost, you can do a lot. You can do a lot to be completely honest. Some are more difficult and some are easy. So let's start with the most difficult. You can stop it all together. You can say, I will not put any of my data in the cloud and I will not use any cloud applications. Now you're going to run into some difficulties, especially when you're dealing with work environments. But let's talk about just from the personal aspect and we're primarily focusing on cloud storage in this episode you can get rid of it all you can say i'm not going to put a single file in google drive i'm going to delete dropbox completely i'm not going to upload anything into icloud files because the ui is complete garbage and the desktop version of it is a complete dumpster fire anyway but apple won't do anything about it now That is your first option, and that is probably the most difficult path. But let's just say you did that. What kind of things could you do? Well, you could just use USB thumb drives. I remember a really long time ago, I bought a $20 or $30 jump drive, and it was 64 gigabytes. And I 
correction, it was 64 megabytes. And I thought that it was the largest thumb drive ever. And now we're having 32 gigabytes on the size of just the USB connector itself. It's absolutely amazing. Now, what if you lose it? All of your stuff is gone. Let's go to a next option. And this might be an easier option. And this is a method that I was using for a while simply because I don't trust clouds, whether that is my work cloud or Google Drive, iCloud, whatever. You can use cloud storage as a temporary space. So let's just say you're not going to delete your account completely, but if you know that you're going to need access to a payment record or I'm going to need access to a PDF, you can one, email it to yourself, or you can just throw it in Google Drive for a couple of days while you're dealing with it and working with it. And then once you're done, delete it and then go into your recycle bin in that application and hit delete forever and it's gone. Now, once again, you need to explore the privacy and security policies of your cloud hosting provider and see what's the retention on that. Number three, you could switch to a zero knowledge cloud storage plan. So for example, there, there are a few of them out there. First and foremost, we have one called sync.com and it is pretty darn good. It was founded in Toronto in 2011. It's dedicated to strong user security and privacy and it scrambles your your files using AES 256 bit encryption and uses the TLS protocol to protect files in transit. So therefore people can't read the contents while you're sending it back and forth to the provider and they can't snoop on what you're doing. Now, this does not have a Linux client. And that's one of the things that kind of rubs me the wrong way. I like data portability and I like platform agnostic tools. So of course, this is going to be linked. <laughs> this is going to be linked in the description. Number two is P Cloud. So this is a Switzerland-based company, but it keeps your data on the United States ground. Thankfully, it also provides zero knowledge, and it also it also has protection during transfer, which is th this is a mainstay. It has to protect during transfer. It has AES two fifty six bit encryption. And it has a Linux client. So it's available for Windows, Mac OS, and Linux. So, of course, this is really, really, really good. Now, I did say that there was another option. You can do it yourself. You can say, I don't want to mess with anyone. I don't want the most secure option. I don't want to carry around a thumb drive. I don't want Google Drive for anybody. I want to be the master of my own domain. And that's where you come into products such as Nextcloud. So similar to hosting your own media files with like a Plex server or something of that nature, you can also build your own cloud and essentially use a computer with an attached hard drive as your cloud. Now, this comes with some configuration. It comes with some domain registration. It comes with certificates being installed on your server. It comes with a little port forwarding. But at the end of the day, you can go into a room in your house and say, hey, there's my cloud. 
So there are options. There are options. And honestly, I was using the temporary file holding pattern for a while. And now I'm migrating away from that because I've recently built my own cloud on Nextcloud on an Intel NUC. And it's hosting all of my files. It hosts all of my pictures and my documents. And I am ready to go. And I'm feeling really, really, really confident about it. So guys, there you have it. You have options so you can rest easy at night and realize that you have the choice to keep your data yours and don't give these companies or any governments any more than what they already have. So this is taking control of your data. This is episode one of that. And we're going to have more coming for you. So guys, until next time, I'll holler at you. Thank you.